And now we are welcomed by Kyle Lowry on this episode of Miami Miked Up. Kyle, thank you for taking some time to speak with me today. Thank you. Um, before we get into any of the basketball stuff, what is something recently off the court, outside of work, that has brought you joy? My kids. My kids, my uh, oldest is playing football and my youngest is playing basketball. So, I mean, anytime I get an opportunity to see my kids play a sport or do something, it just makes me proud. So it gives me a, a ton of joy. How How is that process for you as a competitor, being the dad on the sidelines? Oh, it's easy, them? man. I, yeah. I always tell myself not to be the crazy uh, dad or anything. So I kind of go back there and I sit there and I chill and, you know, it makes a good play. I, yeah, but <laughs> other than that, I just kind of. There's there's know, no directing from no, the sidelines at not all? Yet, not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Right. Not right. Yet. How, how old are they? Uh, 11 and 7. Carter is 11 and Cameron is 7. So, so not yet is not the key yet. term, right? Yeah, not once yet. that starts getting not a little yet. more competitive, once, yeah, once, I'm sure. Once, once I start to get on the <laughs> sidelines, you know, it'll be different. Right. Absolutely. Well, yeah. well, for you, now you're back here in Miami yeah. for year two, right? Mm-hmm. Um, to me, I think that's always uh, an exciting thing to be back in a place where there's a little level of consistency. Yeah. I'm sure last year was a whirlwind, right? Coming in here for the first time. So what do you think will be different for you in, in year two that, that wasn't there for you in year one? Uh, you know, I think just the comfortability of understanding where I am and what we need and who all my teammates are, um, knowing guys and more in, in depth, right? I knew Jimmy coming here before, you know, I knew me and Jimmy are close friends, right. but learning, learning Tyler and learning Bam and Duncan and Max and Gabe and starting to, you know, get, building a relationship through last year and continuing on to this year um, is huge. I also think that, um, you know, I think that they know me and they understand me. And, and with also that being said, coaches, you know, and, and me and Spo, are, we were going the same page last year. And I think we're all, we're, you know, our synergy is connected even more now. So, that helps mm-hmm, for sure. Well, and when you got a lot of really bright basketball minds, you all just kind of have to take some time to get on the same page, exactly. right? A lot of different ideas, a lot of different moving parts. Right. So for you, you were also sort of in and out of the lineup last year yeah. for a number of different reasons. Yeah. And so I can imagine showing up this year, knowing there should be a little more consistency there for you. How, how much comfort does that bring you? Yeah. Uh, what happened last year was, you know, just unexpected, you know, it's still things that still have to be dealt with and, mm-hmm. um, but it's a little bit more comfortable and, and more, you know, more vision of what it is. And, um, you know, knowing that I'll hopefully be here and not have to take any type of uh, absence will definitely help. And, mm-hmm. you know, being able to stay consistent and be through be here through the whole season and into the playoffs is is and get into the playoffs and that's the goal and then you know to the April May June you know it's it's big you know to know that hopefully that nothing happens where you have to take that break right well right. and and look life happens and, and right. a lot of different things right. go on but uh you know to be able to be back here and, and have the consistency I'm sure is something that, that's yes. bringing you some happiness and some comfort right. um as QB one, as as Eric, <laughs> Eric Reed calls you, yeah. as you know the the Heat Twitter account yeah, is calling yeah, you. Yeah. You know you're sort of the, the leader in terms of of guiding this team um, from from that offensive perspective, and obviously from a defensive perspective as well in right. some ways. So for you, um, what type of pride do you take in in being a leader that can initiate offense in that way? Uh, I think it's just something I've always done. You know, I think in my career I've been able to adapt and adjust to different roles and I think that's what's helped me with the longevity of my career um, being one of the smaller guards in, in the league and being in year 17 is you know you got to be able to be doing something right um, I think just being comfortable in my own skin which I've been that for a long time now makes my job easier mm-hmm. and also having a coach that just says what you want what you got go with it and then having teammates who trust in you 
understanding that they they know that hey I'm gonna make the right decisions and I'm never trying to make this not work I'm always trying to figure out how to make this person better or get this person a better shot or get this person a better look and get this person going so I think just the overall trust is what is huge for that type of you know for me right well and and over the span of years in in Toronto right teammates went in and out Mm -hmm. but you were still in in one place where there were Mm -hmm. some constants right so now you come into Miami last year what maybe surprised you about your teammates that that in playing through the season you learned things about either their game or the style in which they liked to play that stood out to you as like oh now i know this going into year two uh i think it kind of things that you there's not like one, one thing to pinpoint of course right? i'm not going and i'm not going to tell you what exactly bam wants or <laughs> tyler wants hey, or yeah, we're not trying to just, give away yeah, scouting yeah, reports or gym, you know we i just understand i know i can you know and that's the one thing about being a point guard or being a leader is you have to know what every individual on your team is like mm-hmm. because everyone's a different person every player every coach every man woman around or the organization everyone's different so on my team i have to know exactly what that person may be thinking or feeling or just how to get them going and get their minds and their spirits in the right place. Well, the one guy that you did have that sort of experience with not on the court before last season was Jimmy. Right. 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 So now having played alongside him, was there anything that that stood out about his game? I mean, he obviously had a great season last year and in the postseason was on another level. So how was it actually getting to play with Jimmy for the first time and and how excited are you to be able to run it back? It's been a plan for us. I mean, we we play USA together and you know we always been trying to find a way to get on the same page and same team and I think just being able to have an opportunity to play with a, a superstar like that um, again in my career it just shows like those guys are special and he's tremendously special he took he took his game from you know not known as a three-point guy to being a three-point guy to doing and it's just but that's just greatness that's just wanting the will to want to win and um, you know unfortunately last year it didn't work out the way we wanted it to work out but um, you know you just see what surprised me is nothing because I knew exactly how he wanted to be and how he is and who he is Right. Well, I want to talk to you now about real quick, your relationship with Gabe. Mm -hmm. Um, I talked to him midway through last year on this podcast. Mm -hmm. He was telling me that you were sending him texts before games. that could like literally predict, hey, an oops going to be there early on in the game. And there it is. So he he soaked up so much knowledge from you. Your guys's relationship is, you know, proverbial QB one and QB two in a way. Right. But Um, how much have you enjoyed kind of helping him grow? And are there any players he reminds you of in this league? I mean, yeah. I've been through this situation before, and my little brother and Fred Van Vliet, uh, all star now, and yep. it, he wasn't that, you know, four or five years ago. He he wasn't that. Mm-hmm. He kind of just wanted, and Gabe is the same way. They just like, listen, talk to me, tell me. I'm here. I want to learn. I'm I'm interested in understanding what's next. What's the thought process? How do you work out? How do you? Mm. And they always act, and and Gabe is in the same position that Freddie was in, and kind of just you know it took a little bit of second, but now he's in that position where he's the backup. Right, mm-hmm. and his goal in his career is to be a starter. And my goal for my career, you know, it's always been was pay it forward. Right, listen, an opportunity came for Freddie, and my time was to go. And now he's the guy; he's the all star, and I'm happy for that. At some point, my time will be to go, and Gabe will be that. And that's where those two, and I just take pride in helping these guys create generational wealth for their mm. families and being the best basketball player they can be by being a, a great big brother. Because I'm good. Like, I, I've been able to do a lot of things and, and accomplish a lot of things, but my biggest thing is wanting to help these guys 
take care of their families, get to that level. I've been to the mountaintop and I've done it. I've done things that I couldn't imagine. And my goal is to help them get to that point. To me, that's beautiful stuff. And yeah. and we see a lot of it seemingly within this organization. I have two more questions yeah. and then I'll let you go. Um, one of the guys who does that is Udonis Haslam. Right. Um, now having played alongside him for yeah. a year, been around him for a year, it's his final season. Um, he says kinda, that. Yeah, well, he says <laughs> that. And we've kind of, I think so. I, hey, I, think I, so. I was at Media Day in 2019. Yeah, yeah. He's doing pull-ups on yeah, the rim yeah, and we're all like, oh, for the final season. Yeah, yeah, we hear that. No, but yeah. uh, with Udonis Haslam, your general thoughts after now having been around him for a year on the type of impact that he had has on this organization and on on the people within it i think he uh is the definition of heat culture in the sense of he works extremely hard and he's been doing it for a long time he got it from nothing um you know they they take pride and the organization takes pride in finding finding those gems and he's one of those guys that they found and he turned you know garbage into gold <laughs> and he's been that type of guy and um for him to be able to just kind of pass along his knowledge and his experiences and to keep that fire even though he's not playing the minutes but he's still fiery he still wants us to be successful as a group he's a part of our group he's a part of our team and he wants to just continue to build um upon you know paying it forward and build upon his legacy of passing it on and you know helping guys be better than what they were when he first got them yep. got with them well he seems like an invaluable piece and, and every guy comes through and says those same sort of things so as we wrap this up, you guys go into this season once again seemingly overlooked. You're one seed. You're one shot away from getting to the NBA Finals. And yet, you look around and all the quote-unquote experts are picking all these other teams to win the East once again. So, in your view, why do you believe that you guys are overlooked? And why do you believe that you will get back to an NBA Finals? Well, I think just the opportunity to play basketball. You have to tie your shoes up and lace them up and go into hardwood every night. That's what all that matters. I mean, you can say this or that. Everyone has their opinions, which they're entitled to. I don't look at their opinions. I think everyone should have an opinion. I think we're, I don't worry about what people are saying about us right. because at the, at the end of the day, you have to go out there and play basketball. Tie them up, lace them up, go on a hardwood and play basketball. Then you figure it out after that. Yes, sir. Yes, we will. And we'll enjoy watching this season. Enjoy watching you, Kyle Lowry. Uh, thank you for joining me today on Miami Mike Up. Right, I appreciate it. Thank you. And now Haywood Highsmith joins me on this episode of Miami Miked Up. Thank you for taking the time. Um, before we get into basketball with you, I want to ask you, what is something recently off the court, outside of work, that's brought you joy? Uh, I have a one-year-old daughter. She's um, my world, and she she looks just like me. She's my twin. So I just, <laughs> just spending time with her and watching her grow every day has been beautiful to watch. That's amazing. You get to do a lot of that over the summer during the offseason? Yeah, for sure. I spent a lot of time with her. Uh, you know, she uh, does different things every day that just amazes me. So it's so cool to just see that. Did you have a, a favorite thing that you got to go do with her, like take her a place or see family or anything like yeah, that? Yeah, we took her to my home city, Baltimore, Maryland, a couple of times to see some of my family and just understand she where I'm from, you know, where I came up and stuff like that. So that was pretty cool. That's awesome, man. That's yeah. super cool. I'm glad you got to spend that time. And and yeah, I feel like every guy that that has kids has come down and, and said the exact same thing. So it's it's cool to hear from from an organization that clearly values family to hear how much family is a part of all your guys' lives. Um, but speaking of that Heat family, you are back for for another year here with the Miami Heat. And obviously for you, had to be a pretty cool feeling, you know, going from 10 day to 10 day to now a full-time contract with the Heat. So what is your mindset like as you enter the season under a full-time contract with the Heat? 
Yeah, I'm just trying to just take the steps to um, get better each day and improve. Um, I feel like last year they brought me in for a reason. You know, I had some good moments and stuff like that. I played summer league with them in the summer. Mm-hmm. Also, had some good moments there. So, you know, I'm just trying to just keep getting better and keep trying to learn each day. Um, you know, obviously I'm here for a reason. They they see something in me, which is good. And they had a history of developing a lot of players from where I came from, the G League. Well, you know, with Max, Caleb, you know, Gabe, yeah. Omer, you know. So um, I'm glad to be here in this organization and, you know, have a chance to prove myself, you know, and prove people wrong. So let's talk about that. This team knows how to develop all of these G League guys into rotation players and beyond. So what level of confidence does it give you when you're going through your game every day and going through practice and going through all of the, you know, the blood, sweat and tears that, hey, this work is going to send me where I want to go? Yeah, I mean, like I said before, guys, it's, it's, the, it's proven that the, he have done a great job doing this. They had guys before it come through, come through this team and just, you know, after and when they developed and they got better and better and showed that they're NBA type players, you know, and they've gotten paid obviously as well you know but I'm not gonna look that far I'm just trying to get better each day but um yeah I mean I just I just I'm glad to be here like I said you know each day I can learn and grow and they're helping me out you know watching film you know other things like you know we're working with the shooting coach something like that so it's just it's good to be here and just good to you know feel like I have a chance to you know really be you know a player in this league absolutely and you do have that opportunity and so as you try to sort of work your way into the rotation, right? There's a number of really good players on this roster. What do you think is unique about your game that you can bring to this squad? Yeah, I think I'm just a straight up just a basketball player. I don't really have a set position. I can do a lot of different things on the court. I can guard a lot of different guys. So number one thing with me is versatility. You know, versatility offensively, versatility defensively. I feel like I can hit open threes also I can get in there offensive rebound also I can get in the paint kick out so I can do a lot of different things on the court you know I'm just I always say people people always ask me what my position is I always say I'm just a basketball player I'm positionless I can you know you want me to go out there and guard the center guard the point guard I'll do whatever you want me to go out there and play center or play point guard do whatever so I'm just out there just doing whatever it takes to help the team win well we know that this organization in particular values that right we've seen so many different players and and Bam's one of them right Bam's one of those guys who does a whole bunch of different things so Playing alongside him over the last year or so, what what have you picked up from his game and his work ethic that you've been able to go, all right, that's something I want to try to do as well? Nah, he's a beast. I remember over the summertime, he was getting in this, getting in the arena, practice was still the 5 o'clock in the morning, 4 o'clock in the morning, working out. You know, I, I would see, you know, him on his story posting or we work out with the same guy in Miami, so I know, we know, but he tells me uh-huh. every time that he works out like early. So, you know, he's a beast. So his work ethic is amazing. Um, You know, I definitely look at that and try to, you know, put it into my work ethic as well. And, um, you know, defensively, he's best in the league to me he can guard one through five can switch and guard you know some of the best guards in this league can guard some of the biggest guys in the league as well so he's very versatile as well but um you know i'm not six nine like him so it's kind of tough for me sometimes but you know he's just a dog and you know you can just tell that you know he works hard and you know everything he's gotten you know he's worked for so just looking at him you know looking at his work ethic, i can definitely take something from that yeah well he and, and a number of different guys on this team sort of represent that dog mentality that we hear a lot about with the miami heat and so for you the guy who ultimately is I won't say the godfather because that's Riley but the godfather to all of that is Udonis Haslam right Right. he's entering year 20 in this league an undrafted guy and now his final season or at least he says at the moment you know Uh, what have you learned from him and picked up from him and, and just how valuable is he to have around you know this squad yeah, he's, he's set the culture for this organization. He's kept this team, you know, running, you know, in the locker room. He's not, 
you know, he's a player and a coach in the locker room for us um, at the end of the day. But, um, you know, me and UD have a great relationship. You know, he's, you know, we hung out a few times. He talked to me. And, you know, he said, you know, he tells me he has faith in me. You know, he think mm. I can really be a good piece for this team because, you know, he feels like I can do a lot of different things to help the team win and stuff like that. So, you know, looking at his story, he was undrafted like me, you know, but he, he stayed in his league for 20 straight years on the same team. So it's just like, you know, if he can do it, and, I mean, he shows that, you know, everybody else can do it. So, you know, he's, he's, paved the way for a lot of different guys you know he's always he still plays with that chip on his shoulder to this day you know in practice he still does drills hard as hard as you know but and then that's who he is he's a worker yeah and and that sort of mentality i think rubs off on the on the rest of this team exactly. obviously yeah, exactly. and, and that's a benefit to have around so uh, i know we'll enjoy seeing him around the team and, and and being a part of this squad going forward um before we do wrap up i have an, a, a question about your year you played in the german bundesliga is yeah, that how it's yeah. pronounced there? i have no idea i call it the BB, <laughs> german bbl i just call it bbl <laughs> so that said uh what was your year like in that league and how did playing basketball internationally you think sort of help to shape your game and prepare you to come back and be a part of the NBA? Yeah, it was it was definitely a different experience from what I'm used to. Um, sure. Being away from your family that far on different time zones, you know, I missed Thanksgiving, I missed Christmas, I missed a lot of holidays I'm not used to missing, you know, obviously because I'm in the States, you know, and my family's not too far away. So mm. it's tough, you know, and you have a lot of a lot of downtime by yourself and you know, it's it gets it gets hard on you at times, you know, but it builds you mentally for sure. You know, over there I definitely had my mental breakdowns every now and then, but it made me stronger and you know, made me, you know, better at the end of the day, you know. I would call my mom from time to time and she would just, you know, talk to me and encourage me and stuff like that, which is cool. But um, you know, over there I probably had I would I probably would say my worst professional season as as a pro, I would say, because I actually didn't I wasn't playing too well, but I was playing okay, but I wasn't mm. playing up to standards that I, I thought I was capable of. But at the end of the day, you know, um it made me better, it made me mentally stronger, and, you know, it definitely just you know, it made me wake up a little bit and just understand that, you know, playing in the States is something, it's, it's a blessing, but playing over there is a blessing as well because, you know, it's great competition over there as well. But um, I did get an injury over there, so I had to fight through that and came back in the States and, um, you know, I didn't take anything for granted over here. I wanted to obviously stay over here and play in front of my family just because, you know, it's just a better, you know, I get to see them, you know, playing yeah. in the States is so much better. You get, you know, American food, stuff like that. So it was, it was, it was better, but, you know, I just didn't, I just, it just made me tougher and made me mentally stronger over there. Yeah. I mean, the mental toughness, I think, is a huge part of it and being able to carry that over. And if we had a little bit longer time with you, I'd, I'd really dive into that. Yeah, but we're going to, sure. we're going to stay a little bit away from that for now, maybe later, later in the season. Yeah. Um, to wrap things up. This team, for whatever reason, seems to be overlooked once again, right? This team was a one seed last year, a shot away from the finals. And yet, if you look around ESPN, Bleach Report, wherever you look, nobody seems to be picking the heat to go to the NBA finals. Why do you think that is? And why do you think this team can make the NBA finals? That's a good question. But, um, I mean, if you look at last year, you know, when there's number one seed, nobody had them at the number one seed last year, but they put everybody wrong. So, I mean, the Heat always been overlooked in my eyes. I remember last year when we was number one seed and I was on the team, I was thinking we get more media attention. We didn't really get a lot of media attention. I'm just like, why? I don't understand. <laughs> but, um, you know, I don't know. People just, you know, it's, it's all about that. People were into the hype. People were into this and that. But at the end of the day, you got to go out there and play basketball. And um, we got a bunch of dogs on this team. You know, we're led by one of the biggest dogs 
dogs in the NBA, Jimmy Butler. And, you know, Spoh's one of the, is the best coach in the NBA, in my opinion. So, at the end of the day, I don't understand why we're overlooked, why people are doubting us. But, you know, we got the same squad, basically, except for PJ, which is going to be a tough, you know, a slot to fill. But, you know, I think, you know, the thing with us, we all have gotten better over the summer. So, like you said, we shot away from the finals. I mean, you know, things can go differently. You know, we'll be, you know, we'll see what happens. But at the end of the day, um, you know, we're just going to work. We're one of the hardest working teams in the NBA. So, it's cool for people to doubt us, you know, not overlook and stuff like that. That's cool because, you know, it's like once we do it, you know, people are going to be like, wow, like we really – you know, we was wrong. So we're just going to prove people wrong. In the day. Man, I love that answer. I love that answer. And that's the same type of answer PJ Tucker would have given. You're helping to fill that role alongside a few for other sure. guys. For we sure. look forward to seeing you do it. Haywood Highsmith, thank you so much for joining me on Miami Mic'd Up. Thank you for having me, man. Three, two, actually before. Nikola? Nikola. Nikola. Nikola Jovic. 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 I just want to make sure I've got it all right for you. All right. I mean, you can call me Nick. Nick. All right. Well, that's good to know going forward. Yeah. But I'll, I'll still do yeah. the Nikola. All right. Three, two. And now Nikola Jovic. Nope. I got it wrong on the first one. Yeah. Nikola Jovic immediately. I'm messing things up with him right here on this episode of Miami Mic'd Up. Nikola, thank you so much for joining me. Before we get into anything basketball, I want to ask you something off the court outside of basketball that recently has brought you joy. Uh, food, food in Miami. Oh, I love it. <laughs> food I in love Miami. It. Yeah, you got any favorite restaurants yet? Nah, not yet. But I love everywhere I try to go and everywhere I was, I've been. I love it. You know, especially the seafood. Yeah. You know, how has the adjustment been for you moving to Miami, moving to the United States, being here full time? Uh, I actually, I actually feel good. You know, especially when I came here the first time, I really felt good. I didn't feel that that big of a difference. Uh-huh. I don't know why. I just felt like. I was always here for some reason, and yeah, I enjoyed every day. Do you think um, that's being part of the Heat organization? They made you feel comfortable? Yeah, I think, I think one part of that is because of the Heat, especially because like, we're kind of like a big family here, and they, they really like, look to make me feel as, as comfortable as I can and like, be that part of the family, and that's probably the reason why I feel so good. Absolutely. Well, well it's because you're also like the kid here, right? Yeah. You've just kind of been brought yeah. in. So, so who's sort of made you feel the most welcomed? Who, when you first showed up, like day one, was kind of bringing you under their arm and saying, all right, Rook, you know, let's make this happen? I don't have that one person, but I think everybody for now, you know, everybody's just trying to help me as much as they can. So. Mm-hmm. Well, as you make the adjustment um, to the NBA, we obviously have seen in the preseason here, you've looked pretty comfortable. You look good offensively. You look good defensively. What has that adjustment been like in terms of pace of play? What, what's different for you now that you're here? Like I said, everywhere, uh, players here are really faster. You know, the game speed is really fast, so I need to adjust that, you know. Uh, but other than that, you know, I'm just trying to play my game, mm-hmm. uh, help, help my team win, and that's all I try to do. Well, and, and obviously you've got a lot of youth. Um, I was talking with Dwayne Dedman earlier. He was freaking out over the fact that you still got to graduate high school yeah, yeah. to make everything happen. So coming over here as such a young kid, coming and being part of a team that is really looking to compete for and win a championship. As a young player, how exciting is it for you to join a team that already has those type of aspirations? Uh I think it's a great opportunity for me to grow as much as I can because especially because our team we have all the vets that I can learn a lot from and I'm trying to really just grow as much as I can as a basketball player also as a person right so it's and other than that uh, I really try to help my team to win as much as I like I always say as much as I can as much as I can do I'll I'll try to do and other than that yeah 
What's going on? So it's year one for you. Yeah. It's year 20 for Udonis Haslam and his final season. You've only been around him, I guess, a couple of months, yeah. right? But what has it been like sort of learning from Udonis? What, what have you gotten to know about him so far? Um, I think even the other vets now are still learning from him, uh, especially like he, he few times he, I was with him on a, on a dinner and stuff, you know, mm-hmm. our, uh, the guys from the G League and myself, you know. He's trying to, he's trying to teach us a few things, you know, just how to stay in the league, how to compete in the league, how to, you know, talk to other ones, you know, how the, just the adjustments and stuff. Other than that, on the court, like today, I today had a really good stuff. He told me really good, a couple of things. Like, yeah. can, you, can, you, can you share anything with I us? Mean, can like, you give us any of that advice? To, like, we were doing something on the pick and roll, and he, I'm playing the big guy, so mm-hmm. especially because he played the big guy all, all his career. Right. So I was doing something wrong, and he came up to me, and he teached me, and yeah. How much do you think it helps to have a player who can do that, who isn't one of the coaches? It's one of your teammates who can walk up to you and be like, hey, Nick, this is what you need to be doing instead. A lot, because if he's been doing that for 20 years, then you know it's right. Right. And he's going to teach you the, the right thing for sure. So let's get to know you a little bit off the court real quick. Do you have a greatest passion outside of basketball? What's your favorite thing outside of basketball? Uh, I really love to hang out with my friends, you know, with my girl for friends you uh-huh. know, where i can but other than that i'll just i'll see right now video games yeah do you, have, do you have a favorite video game probably call of duty okay call of duty guy yeah. those types of video games are uh, super competitive i know yeah. that you play you play online with other people yeah yeah always. so so there's definitely some people down here who have been in online games with you and just don't know it right yeah, yeah. yeah i mean cool. I, don't, I don't play video games alone never i only play with my friends that's you know, awesome. So we play together, but like I, I don't, I don't enjoy playing video games alone. Really, is that a way to sort of stay in touch with your friends who aren't here in America yeah. either? Yeah. Is that something yeah. that you guys get together and do often? Yeah, well, those, you know, just be around and talk about everything on the game and play the game too. So yeah, that's awesome. Are you are you much of a music guy, more of a music guy, or more of a TV guy? I'll say neither. Neither. So just video games, basketball, and that's your stuff. Yeah, I mean... Other sports? If, if I say TV, uh, I'll say probably watching basketball. Right, right. Yeah, I, love, I really love to watch basketball, especially like Euro basketball. I still watch the Euro League and uh-huh. the, my Adriatic League. But uh, yeah, other than that, you know, sometimes Netflix. Dwayne Dedman came in earlier and said that UD has been calling you 7.30. That you yeah. roll up 7.30, you're ready to go game time. Yeah. That you're ready to go. What do you think of that nickname? I think it's pretty funny, you know, because sometimes I really like, sometimes it really looks like that, you know. <laughs> I don't know. It, it just looks like so, you're rolling up and yeah, ready to go no matter yeah. what. Yeah, it's, it's funny for me, you know, especially because UD made it up and I'm cool with it. I'm cool with it. I, I, all right. So now we know uh, fans, fans of this team got to start calling you uh, 730. <laughs> so um, do you have any favorite sport outside of basketball? Uh, right now, probably soccer. Do you have a favorite team? I'll probably say Arsenal from the English Premier yeah, League. Yeah, from Premier League, of course. Have you ever been to a game or anything like that? Uh, nah. No. No, no. Nah, right, we got, we got to get you there. Yeah, even got, though I'm born there, I've never been to the soccer game in England but I'm looking forward to it and especially I'm looking forward to watch the MLS games Some yeah that'll be fun I will right, we'll get you to enter Miami we'll yeah, get we'll, we'll make it happen that'll I'll be try, great I'll try to make it happen. yeah it'll be awesome all right so um just two more questions and then I'll let you go playing alongside Bam Adebayo he obviously is skilled in so many different ways so what excites you the most about playing potentially next to a player like him like you said he can do a lot of things on the court and that's what I'm looking forward to do and uh, 
So him as my kind of role model right now. I really, I, I really appreciate that I'm next to him. You know that I'm that he's a sub and those stuff. So I can, I really try to learn as much as I can from him, because he's an all-star player. And other than that, you know, you cannot get better player than him on that position. You know, and to do that much stuff, he's he's yeah, he's a great player. Well, and, and you're clearly a player with a ton of potential as well. So where do you see yourself headed, right? Do you see yourself being a role player, a starter, an all-star one day? Like, where do you see your career going? Uh, I really don't know yet, you know. I mean, I really try to be as much as best as I can be. And I try to push my limits so I can be really just get my full potential out. So... I'll try best as I can to be the best, and I really want to help my team win as much as I can. Like I said, uh, do whatever coach want me to do. Mm-hmm. But you know, sometimes it doesn't go that way. But I'll try, like I always try, and yeah. All right, so I lied. One more question for you. Uh, the cool. very last question: Why will this team? Why will this Heat team make it to the NBA Finals? Because how competitive we are. I mean, if you come to our practice, you'll see the. Everyone, vets, us, young guys, you know, everybody's just trying to compete. And their bodies always on the floor, you know, diving to catch their balls, you know, and all those stuff. So, yeah. Well, we look forward to watching you this season. Nikola Jovic, thank you so much for joining me today on Miami Mic'd Up. Thank you, sir. Thank you for listening to Bally Sports Florida's Miami Mic'd Up with me, Jeremy Taché. And a special thank you to our national sponsor in Southeast Toyota. Visit your local Toyota dealers or toyota.com today and take advantage of the amazing deals on their full line of vehicles. No matter your destination, Toyota goes with you. Toyota, let's go places.